and I'm sitting there and I'm talking and I'm praying and I'm, I'm, I went out in the living room and was looking out over the ocean. I'm going, God, can you hear me? I just felt nothing. And I said, you know something? I'm not leaving until I get this taken care of. And I just prayed through that until I just felt his spirit come over me because he was there all the time. But I was bringing myself down in my own mind saying, okay, God isn't listening to me. And I know better than that. I've been on this earth for 70 years. I know better than that already. And yet I still had a doubt there and it brought me down. Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. In this episode, Dan, Terry, and Brian talk about the power of our thoughts and discuss how you can win the battle in your mind. Here's Dan to get us started. Keep your face always toward the sunshine and the shadows will fall behind you. That was a quote by Walt Whitman. I love that quote and I think it has a lot to do with what we're talking about today, winning the battle in your mind, keeping your mind going in positive areas. There is so much power in our thoughts. My name's Dan Wheeler. I'm joined by Terry Steen and Brian Rowland. Terry, there is a lot to the mind, and sometimes it is something that we have to reel in and keep going in the right direction. Oh, my goodness, yes. And I I don't know if I'll do very well on this one. When it comes to thoughts and things of the mind, I've always struggled with a little weakness there, but I'll try to to bring my A game, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Brian, we did talk about whether we should include him, but we thought, you know, you're part of the ministry. (laughs) You know I can hear you. You know I'm right here. I forgot. Sorry. Um, Our thoughts. How do our thoughts work? You know, sometimes I really have to reel my mind in. I tend to hyper-focus, and sometimes I hyper-focus on the negatives and the what-ifs in life. And there are so many things that can influence our thoughts. You know, what's going on in the culture, news, movies, uncertainty, the opinion of others. Guys, lately... I've taken a break from the news because mm-hmm. it was just pulling me down. How about you, Brian? Absolutely. I, I had to do the same thing. Deb and I talked about this because we just got, uh, we were getting inundated with so much stuff that we didn't know what was right or wrong. that we said, you know, we just got to take a break because it's the people that influence you too, that influences your thoughts. And when you start getting negativity coming in and then you're getting something on the other side to say, no, no, that's not right. It's like you get confused with it. And then your own mind starts to do battle with itself. And that's where we have to determine where we're going to get our influences at and what's influencing our thoughts and who we're listening to and who we're confiding in. And in my case, I'm confiding in you guys. I'm confiding in Deb, confiding with people that I know know what is happening and not with hyperbole and stuff that people are just trying to give you information just because you think they think they know something, which gets your mind wandering off the course of where it should be. And I have a tendency to start getting mind overload where I start working on things. And it's like I start diving into 10 things at one time. And that really just gets confusing because then I can't sleep. I mean, my mind is going constantly. And that's we have the battle. It's a battle for me, but that's who influences our thoughts. has a lot to do with how our mind reacts to things and how we carry throughout the day. Boy, there's a a couple verses in James in the Bible 
um, talks about in verse 6 of chapter 1, I'm in the um, New, New International Version, it says, When we ask, we must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And then it says down in verse 8, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So we don't want to be double-minded, Terry. We want to keep our minds in the right direction. And, and Brian talked about some of the influences we have, our friends, our family, you know, producers, authors. But we do have a choice, don't we, in what we focus on? Yeah, and sometimes I just don't think we realize that. But God always gives us a choice, just like he always gives us allows us to do our will. He doesn't force us into anything. I remember one night uh, a number of months ago, usually I sleep like a baby and I could not get to sleep. And I was reflecting on a conversation I had with someone that did not go well. And I was thinking of what I should have said and what I didn't said and what they said and the implications of that. And I was trying to put it out of my mind and I couldn't, and I was still up and I was still up. And then all of a sudden I realized, and I almost, I I didn't say it audibly, but I might as well have. It was like, wait a minute, stop right now. I don't have to think about this. I can choose to think about something else. So I shifted gears and I started thinking about things of the Lord. I started praying. I started reciting some scriptures in my head. And within five to 10 minutes, my whole mindset shifted. I was able to go to sleep but it was a choice. It's what you focus your thoughts on. But now is Karen able to go back to sleep? That's the thing. Well, that's a big question. The snoring may have kept her up all night. I don't know. <laughs> well, we do need to choose our thoughts wisely. I was um, looking through a book the other day by Joyce Meyer. It's called uh, The Battlefield of the Mind. And she said, we need to think about what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. In other words, sometimes it's good... Yeah, it's yep. good to kind of analyze what's been dominating your mind and your thoughts and kind of realign those thoughts as you did that night, Terry. I think it's so important to do because if you keep dwelling on the negative, like you said, you kept going over that conversation that hadn't gone well, that can really lead to a downward spiral, can it? It really can. And it is so, and and Brian mentioned it earlier, it's so critical as to what you allow into your mind and into your thoughts. You know, the devil works so hard planting thoughts. I remember sometimes when I feel like I've had a great prayer time, or I've even been in church and I've prayed with other people, and I'm sitting there in meditation, and out of nowhere a sexual lustful thought will come into my head. And I'm like, where did that come from? That doesn't make any sense. And and then I had to push it away. And I realized the enemy comes at you at any opportunity. And it comes from the devil. It it comes from the wrong friends. If we don't have the right friends, Mm -hmm. you know, negative emotions, if we don't work hard to keep positive emotions in our life and, or just even overreacting to circumstances, we have circumstances that we make a choice as to how do we react. And all those can be a destructive 
downward spiral. Brian, just as Terry was saying, destructive thoughts can lead to a downward spiral. Constructive thoughts, positive thoughts can lift us up. Absolutely, Dan. And, and it's true because just as destructive thoughts just bring you down, constructive just lifts you up. And and I think a lot of things that, that or a lot of times it happens to me, I'll, I'll wake up like Terry and I, I will just have things going through my head that just bring me down. But I noticed that it just happened recently. I was down in um, San Clemente with my wife and I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had so many things on my mind that was bringing me down. But the main thing that was being attacking me was saying, God's not listening to you anymore. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking and I'm praying and I'm, I'm, I went out in the living room and was looking out over the ocean. I'm going, God, can you hear me? Because he just, I just felt nothing. And I said, you know something? I'm not leaving until I get this taken care of. And I just prayed through that until I just felt his spirit come over me because he was there all the time. But I was bringing myself down on my own mind saying, okay, God isn't listening to me. And I know better than that. I've been on this earth for 70 years. I know better than that already. I mean, he's touched me. He's talked to me and he's led me. And yet I still had a doubt there and it brought me down, but that I was able to lift that up and just turn that around. We really have to pray for God's protection around our mind, because Mm -hmm. when you think about it, that's where Satan has always attacked. In the Garden of Eden, the first thing he did to Eve was he put the seeds of doubt in her mind. And and he said, did God really say that you would die, you know, and he was trying to create doubt. And that's where we have to cut that thought off. I I find that, you know, Terry, you mentioned you have a lustful thought. Man, when those things are just even begin to get in there, boom, I got to shut it right right. off. Really, Terry, you can't let it take root, can you? No, no, you can't. And it's it's a battle, but we have to know it. We have to know we're in a battle. Ephesians talks about it. In the New International Version, Ephesians chapter 4, I'm going to read about six verses, starting in verse 18. It says, They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. You, however, did not come to know Christ that way. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Doesn't that say it all? The new attitude of the minds. That's where we can turn things around. We can change the course of our thoughts. We can turn them immediately toward Jesus. And if you want to know what you should be thinking about, Mm -hmm. look in Philippians chapter 4. Well, Brian, why don't you go ahead with 6 and 7, because it's very appropriate. Yeah, it, it just tells us, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that was exactly what I was just talking about before, too. I had to just pray through this, and I had to make my request known to him because I wasn't hearing. But yet, when, as long as I stayed focused on that, he came to me, and he spoke to me, and he, he, that lifted. Yeah, verse 8 says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, 
whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So important. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, it will start lifting you right up. So we can win the battle. And winning the battle involves taking control of our thoughts. And one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in Romans 12, 2. And it, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We have to renew our mind every day. And you see, prayer helps us to guide our mind. When those thoughts start spiraling downward or they're thoughts we know we shouldn't have, we need to cry out to Jesus. We need to say, Lord, help me. God, I need your help. And then, as Philippians 4, 6, and 7 said, don't be anxious for everything. So, Terry, it's definitely a spiritual battle, the battle in our mind. No, no question. No question. And I think it's so important that we acknowledge that it is a battle and that it's spiritual. In Ephesians six twelve, it tells us, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. If we're wrestling, we're fighting. This is a battle, but it's against rulers. It's against authorities. It's against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. It's against spiritual forces of evil. So it is so much a spiritual battle. And it goes on in verse 13 to say, put on the full armor of God. We have to do the fight. And the whole thing is, is we have to know who our enemy is. If we're going into war, any sports team, if you're trying to win a game, you work on your part of the team, but you have to study and understand who your enemy is in war, in sports, in everything. And so that's something that we have to be able to strategize. We have to know when to be on the offense, when to be on the defense, But we have to understand how the enemy attacks us so we can create the best defense for it. And God gives it to us by telling us to put on that full armor of God for sure. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these thoughts can attack us when we're alone. And that's why Psalm 101 verse 3, well, verses the second half of verse 2 actually says, I will walk in my house with blameless heart. I will set before my eyes no vile thing. Mm-hmm. We just can't go there. Right. Yeah. 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 And over in Proverbs 4.25, he just tells us, let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Keep your eyes on the prize. I think a lot of people are discouraged today with what's happening in our country. There's a lot of fear out there. Um, I know I've struggled with it. And as I said before, sometimes I can hyper-focus and just go down that road that just spirals you down. But we have to realize God has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us the spirit of love and of a sound mind. And there are just so many great verses. There's one in Colossians 3, 2. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. That's pretty simple. Uh, It's pretty straightforward 
as a matter of fact, as to what we need to do, right? Not Terry? simple, just straightforward, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Not always simple. You're right. Yeah, it's too easy to look down. It's too easy to look at the things around us that our our natural eye can see, isn't it? Yeah, that's the truth. You know, in over Second Corinthians ten three through five says too, for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And take every thought captive to obey Christ. Right. So it just tells us right there. So good. I'm going to ask one of you guys to look up Psalm 139. 23 and 24, while I read Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, just to keep things moving here. Uh, Our time always goes by so quickly, but this is such an important topic, winning the battle in your minds. Maybe you've been struggling with something. You don't know how to get those thoughts out of your head. You need to turn it over to the Lord. You need to trust in Him. And Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. See, if you try to do it in your own understanding for your own power, you can lose that battle. So we have to do it in God's power. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Go to God first. Say, God, are these thoughts of you? When you have a plan, when you maybe have a a new job you're considering or a new path you're thinking of taking, always take it to the Lord and ask for wisdom. Because it says when you acknowledge him in all your ways, Mm -hmm. he will make your path straight. So you were talking about Psalm 139, 23 through 24, Dan, which really follows that up. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that's it. When we can say that prayer... And, and just mean that in our heart and in our minds, God is leading us and will. You know, Terry, you were talking about sports and, and, and warfare and everything. And really in sports, the, the power of positive thinking, people, athletes spend a lot of time on that. They, they picture themselves hitting that jump shot yeah. or making the perfect swing. But when you watch golfers, I know you like to golf, Terry, and you're, Quite mediocre at it too. Well said. <laughs> no, no, I mean <laughs> that is so well said. <laughs> but you're, you're above me because I'm less than mediocre. But you see these guys take a swing and then they're just staring down the fairway. They they literally see the shot. They do. I always look toward the woods. <laughs> oh, you look toward the woods. <laughs> I, I stare too, going, "Where'd that thing go?" And then I notice it's right in front of me. Yeah. Just took the ground. There it is. Well, you know, you I, come, I talk in my backswing as Dan does. Yeah, that's not. That's yes, just, he does. He does. That's really bad. Uh, Brian doesn't worry about other people talking, interrupting him. He's talking to himself. He trash talks himself. That's right. He does. <laughs> you know, but but again, uh, the game of golf. You know, it's so counterintuitive, and you can overthink it. Yeah. But you have to, and they say, if you make a bad shot, you immediately forget it mm-hmm. and you focus on the next one. And I think that's true in life, don't you? I do. And I still come back to that verse you read in Romans twelve two to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It has to be a daily thing that we're working on. It's so easy for our mind to stagnate or to become lukewarm or get comfortable or lazy. And that's not going to renew our minds. And then if we don't do that, 
as you look at the rest of the verse, we're not able to discern what the will of God is. He wants us to discern his will and know what's good and acceptable and perfect. So when we try to transform and renew our mind, that's leading us to his perfect will for our lives. Yeah, John, Matarazzo, bring you into the conversation. Uh, Is anything we're saying here connecting with you, the battle of the mind, have you ever struggled with those negative thoughts that can take you to a dark place? Oh my goodness, yes. You know, you were talking about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and that was actually my my verse for last year. And I had a conversation with a retired major general, and he told me something about that verse that has stuck with me. He His name is uh, Bob Dees, but he said that you fall the way that you lean. Hmm. And so hmm. if you're leaning on your own understanding, whenever your understanding gets pulled out from under you, you're going to fall flat to the ground. But if you're leaning on the Lord and something, you know, shakes you, you're going to fall on him. And so it's, I've always thought about like, okay, I'm just going to try to not lean on my own understanding, but he's basically he's saying actively lean on God. And that kind of changed my perspective of how I deal with, with some of those, especially anxious thoughts. That reminds me of a quote I read by Jimmy Dean. Remember Jimmy Dean? That's right. The sausage, Jimmy Dean sausage, the actor. He said, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. Mm. So part of winning the battle of your mind is being able to adapt and to change to different situations, but always looking on the bright side always looking at things from a positive point of view. And we've all known some of those people, you know, uh, Zig Ziglar was Mr. Positive. Mm -hmm. And always staying on the bright side, which, of course, you know, they say that when you come at things with an attitude of gratitude, thankfulness, and being positive, you actually come at things from a higher place intellectually. So that's what this conversation is really about today, keeping your mind above the fray, not letting yourself get dragged down into it. And um, you definitely grow stronger by winning the battle in your mind. Brian, uh, as we kind of wrap things up, our personal takeaways, I'm sure that you've found that, that one victory can lead to another, can lead to another. And lately I've, I've, I've been experiencing those victories of when, when a negative or a bad thought or a thought that I know doesn't belong there that would not please God pops into my head, I'm able to stop it right away. And it's such a feeling of, of strength and, and really God's power. It's true. And, and the thing is, is that in my case, I find that when I get bogged down like that and you're saying you got to find God's power, I'm able to reverse that just by singing peace, peace, wonderful peace. You know, when I start singing that, it just kind of flows down over me. And when I and I just keep mm. repeating it until and it just you, you, you wrap that mm. into your mind and into your life. And it does just that flow of peace comes through because God gives you that peace when you ask him for that. And I need that to settle me down when I start getting the feelings of doubt, when I start getting anxious, when I start getting afraid of what I don't even know what I'm afraid of. I mean, I've had those feelings. It's like, what is happening here? But peace, peace, wonderful peace, and it's guaranteed. God will take care of you. I remember you telling me that uh, story one time when you were in a an occupation that was very stressful, and you were spending a lot of time up in the middle of the night, uh, that you would just remember that 
song, yeah, peace, peace. That's right. Just, I just sing it in my mind, just over and over. Yeah, what a great mind. song. We've known that yeah, since we were kids, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I think that's such a blessing. I do that too. I think there's certain songs that come to mind, and and that's why it's important to memorize the Bible. You can recall those scriptures and, and some of the great songs we, we grew up with, Terry. Yeah, exactly. And I, I guess if I were to share my takeaway on this, uh, to grow stronger in my thoughts, it would be to come back to acknowledge that we do have a choice and that we know that the devil's attacking and we have to understand and learn what he's trying to do and then be able to defend it with the playbook. Just like if you use the sports analogy, our playbook's the Bible. Just like you say, Dan, there's so many scriptures, there's so many songs we can come back to that will turn that tide, create that positive approach, refocus our thinking, and allow us to make the right choice. Yeah, we need to remember who our enemy is. He's Satan, and he wants to take as many people down as he can, and he'll attack you in your mind. He's not changed his strategy. He'll try to put doubts in your mind. He'll try to put fear and anxiety. But God says, renew your mind every day. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed Mm -hmm. by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, my time flies when you're having fun, guys. What a great conversation today. I hope that it touched you. John, uh, people, if they rate our podcast, that kind of helps us out, doesn't it? It absolutely helps everybody out because if you rate Fearless Faith's Finish Strong podcast, it helps more people see that whenever they're looking for a new podcast to listen to. So by you liking this podcast and giving us five stars and writing a review, that helps more people discover that. You can also go to ffaith.org and you can see all of the episodes there as well as um, everything that these guys have to offer. It's all good, and you're going to be encouraged to finish strong. Finish strong with fearless faith. That's what this is all about, and you can do that by winning the battle in your mind, taking control of your thoughts, and laying them at the cross of Jesus. Thanks for joining us again. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.